Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast, the number one podcast in construction, with your hosts, Joseph Valente and me, Paul Selvin. Get motivated, get inspired, and get educated. If you like what you hear, don't forget to like and subscribe. Hi everyone, I'm Paul Selman and welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast. Today I am joined by Jordan from Trade Recruit and we are going to be covering all things recruitment. So Jordan, tell us a bit more about Trade Recruit. Thanks for having me, Paul. Um, Trade Recruit, uh, we are specifically designed within uh, the construction industry. Um, we're a team of headhunters, um, obviously uh, you know, recruiting all types of construction business, uh, for construction business owners uh, and obviously establishing their needs regarding recruitment. Fantastic. Okay. I mean, recruitment is notoriously one of the best things about growing a business and one of the worst things I've found as well. Because managing people is yeah. never easy. It's yeah. certainly a skill that I had to actually learn. Mm-hmm. And then finding the right people and retaining the right people. I mean, how at Trade Recruit do you go about trying to find the right talent? Successful recruitment means widening your talent pool. So uh, nowadays, obviously, recruitment is very competitive. So, um, you know, being creative with how you're, you know, posting your job advert mm-hmm. uh, and obviously, you know, reaching out with in your existing network um, is, is very, very difficult. So, I mean, we're, we're not in um, a market now where we can just post adverts. Um, mm-hmm. We've got to look into our own organisation um, and obviously establish our core staff, open a network within that as well. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's about um, having multiple avenues um, of um, you know expanding your talent pool as well. So um, yeah, we're obviously not in a time where we can just post an advert. No, I mean I get that as well. I did I, when I first started recruiting. I did just go to the likes of Indeed and try and post something there. Yeah. Um, it was Joe actually that, that tried to get steer me down the path of actually always having a constant recruitment process. I mean I reached out to trade recruit as well. You did place a couple of people with us. Um, the funny thing I found about that is when I was interviewing, they didn't even know where their details had appeared on your database. Oh, really? yeah. So that, that was quite weird to me. Um, but also uh, trying to retain talent as well, I've, I've found was like a massive thing in our organisation. Constantly having to motivate people to want to stay. Yeah. I mean, is are there any things that you'd sort of suggest as using as retainers or getting people actually interested in being part of your team? Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely important to take care of your existing team. Mm-hmm. Um, so putting referral schemes in place, um, you know, commission uh, schemes in place as well. Okay. Uh, keeping your team, you know, happy and consistent. So um, by what I mean by that is, you know, um, you know, by by allowing or sort of say it's by um, retaining your staff, obviously, is going to attract more staff as well. Yes, sure. Um, so if people are happy, content within their job, within your business, mm-hmm. um, that, that message will spread. You know, naturally, um, people are going to ask, oh, who do you work for? How's the business there? Do you know what I mean? What's yeah. the company culture like? Um, mm. And therefore, you're building a reputation within your industry and more people are, are going to know about that by networking mm-hmm. um, and obviously recruiting internally. So looking to your staff um, and then obviously outsourcing that as well. So yeah, very, very important. Okay, and I mean, so you would obviously you work for Trade Recruit, but I'm I'm guessing when I, I mean when I was trying to recruit people, I was always having to keep as many avenues open as possible. Yeah. Um, would you suggest always keeping that recruitment avenue open, or would you say suggest just turning it off and on as and when? Or no, no, do? definitely not. I, I would um, definitely keep your talent pool open. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the, the, the longer you keep it open, the more consistent and yeah. efficient you are going to be when it comes to recruiting again. Okay. Um, so you're always thinking about your next hire. Mm -hmm. um, do you know what I mean? I mean, I'd advise all of our uh, sort of construction business owners to start recruiting two months in advance. Okay. Uh, by the time you're you know planning the preparation, yeah. um, we could have spent finding that candidate for you. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, always good to leave your talent pool open. Um, and obviously that's going to be more effective when you come to uh, sort of, you know, sort of finding your next hire. And I found it really interesting what you said then about the lead time, I mean, especially in the trades industry, trying to get people in in time or ahead of time, especially for the heating season. Definitely. I found really it really important. I mean, when it comes to recruiting people, do you still do go down the traditional route with getting CVs in? If you do use CVs, what are you looking for? Are there any yeah, top tips of course. Um, I think having a strong job description is key um, mm -hmm. it's almost like your shop window into you know your your first uh, sort of insight into how you're uh, attracting candidates as well okay. um, i think having a clear job description where mm -hmm. it outlines the daily routines um you know the the um the, the, the structure of the, the business, the company culture. Yep. What that allows as well is um, when people are looking at your job advert, mm -hmm. um, you know, keeping that clear and concise, having the grammar, everything else in place, mm -hmm. uh, makes it that almost a little bit more attracting as well, um, okay. just keeping it short. Um, I think the best advice there is, um, is be, um, have a simplistic job advert, basically, okay. um, to keep it simple. Yeah, yeah okay, definitely. that's fair enough. I mean, when it comes to actually doing the interview process, I always used to find that you used to it'd be better to start with the end in mind so the first couple of hires I made I did it in a very informal way so we, we just met at a coffee shop I yeah. had a chat what that happened what I found happened anyway was that it led to a more informal relationship with my employees yeah. when I actually made it more formal by inviting them in for a formal job interview in a place of business an office which I eventually had I found that that went more smoothly of course is there anything that or any top tips you'd give on interview technique or how to interview the correct member of staff um, I think uh, in terms of interviewing the correct staff, I think having um, a location to conduct interviews professionally is very mm -hmm. good. Okay. Um, it sends the right message straight away to the candidate mm -hmm. uh, or the potential candidate could be working for you. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's quite important to have a, a place where you usually take interviews in. Okay. Um, having a preset questions about how you're going to um, identify uh, the skills within that candidate is very important too so I think having um, you know sort of pre-screen questions or interview questions is very mm -hmm. good uh, especially within a trades business obviously it's very much skill dependent and obviously your qualifications are involved as well so yeah um, it's key to ask you know sort of questions relating to the, the current role that they're applying for so yeah definitely have um, you know sort of pre-screen questions in place interview yeah. questions in place that are uh, skill related okay yeah. Uh, we've already touched on retention of staff slightly anyway. Um, I mean, I know obviously at Trade and Trade Recruit we do um, weekly win, sorry, uh, morning wins as well, yeah, uh, just to get the team motivated in the morning. Um, are there any other tips you've got for people on how to retain the, the, the good members of staff sure. that you've got? Um, I think it's, as I think I mentioned earlier, it's pretty quite similar in terms of, um, you know, having uh, sort of company mm -hmm. events and schemes in place to keep your team motivated is yeah. very, very good. Um, I think obviously while someone's been with the business for so long, um, it's always good to have somebody else in the business that's also doing uh, a very, very good job because mm -hmm. uh, that also keeps that uh, candidate on, you know, sort of uh, uh, sort of high in terms of being in a competition, if that makes sense. So yeah. if they're working alongside somebody who's mm -hmm. doing really well, chances are they want to do just as well, if not better. Um, so having somebody else performing your team or yep. basically having everybody else performing 
is going to be very, very... Has um, a knock-on effect. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be very much expanded. I mean, I, um, I found that, especially with sales staff, having them compete against each other with targets, yeah. but also trying to um, look at what motivated them individually. Because some people were motivated by money and the commissions. Of course. Some other people were actually motivated by having more time away from the business as well, so they wanted some time off. I think trying to identify what was the drivers of key members of staff was... Yeah. Uh, was really important to identify. Sure. So, I mean, finally, obviously, if we've uh, got lots of people out there that always struggle with improvement, it's one of the main topics that I have to cover mm -hmm. as a coach on a daily basis. If you had three top tips on recruiting the correct member of staff, what would they be? I think um, recruiting, as you know, is very competitive. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's very uh, such a candidate-driven market. What I mean by that, there is, uh, you know, so there's more jobs out there than there are people sometimes. Yeah. Um, and most of the, you know, sort of, quality candidates or people that are in the passive market are not really looking for jobs. You know, they're very much comfortable within their current position. Mm -hmm. um, I think what's quite important, or I should say a top tip I'd probably give, um, would be leaving your talent pool wide open. Okay. Um, so going back to my previous message, okay, mm -hmm. keeping your talent pool wide open, um, always uh, looking to, you know, expand that and looking for quality candidates is key. Okay. Um, you know, uh, get yourself down to sort of training programs, you know, visit universities, colleges, job fairs, uh, and most importantly, recruiters. You want to be, you know, um, have a, a network of recruiters you can tap up and talk to. Yeah. Uh, and that can help you, obviously, you know, sort of uh, find the right people. Okay. Well, fantastic. Well, thank you for your time, Jordan. Uh, like, so we've covered all things recruitment there. So, Jordan, yeah. if anybody's looking to actually get any help with their recruitment, how can they get in touch? You can find us on the website, trademastermind.co.uk, or you can actually drop me an email, which is jordan.bola at traderecruit.co.uk. So thank you for listening to the Trade Secrets podcast. If you like what you hear, just like and subscribe. Thank you for listening to the Trade Mastermind Trade Secrets podcast. If you want to find out how Trade Mastermind can help you further, head to our website, trademastermind.co.uk. And don't forget to like and subscribe.